Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast that helps men reject passivity and accept responsibility and take leadership in their life. Um, today, I, I want to talk about a, a principle that I learned, gosh, 45 years ago or 44 years ago, right after I became a Christian at Indiana University. I was mentored slash discipled um, by some guys that were involved in Crew Campus Crusade for Christ was the name at the time. And they taught, uh, and, and getting involved in Crew, I learned this principle called spiritual breathing. And real simply, spiritual breathing is something Bill Bright, the founder of Campus Crusade, developed as a way to, um, the exhale is confessing my sin, and the inhale is being filled with the Spirit. Um, and I'll, I'll explain both those things in a second. But but just it was transformative at the time I began to realize the importance of not keeping a clean slate of God because I'm fearful that if I died in those moments that I had unconfessed sin, that I'd go to hell. That isn't true. But but more of just the importance of kind of keeping connected, as Jesus says in John 15, being attached or abiding in the vine. And in John 15, 5, Jesus says, apart from me, you know, I am the vine, you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So really the motivation to spiritually breathe, to keep short accounts with God, to be surrendered, to really be asking the Holy Spirit to take control of my life, really became a way of life probably the first six, eight months that I was a Christian. And it's still a principle that I live out of and practice uh, today. So the confession part, 1 John 1, 9, um, says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the, and the Greek word confess is the word homo legeo. And basically, confess means to agree with God, to agree with God that I've sinned, both in my behavior, my thoughts, and my heart. And I think it's kind of reverse of that, agreeing with God that I've sinned in my heart, my thoughts, my behavior, Again, using Psalm 139, David's prayer of search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any hurtful way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And so it isn't just about confessing behavioral sin. And confession isn't asking for forgiveness, but it's admitting our sin. It's claiming the forgiveness that we already have in Christ, that our sins are already forgiven. And so it's not begging for forgiveness, but but simply um, accepting the fact that I am forgiven and that God has dealt with my sin through Christ's death on the cross and resurrection. But then this idea of agreeing with God that I need change. And that's really where the inhale comes in. Um, Ephesians, this morning, actually when I was reading in Ephesians, uh, it's really interesting because this this verse became a very um, key verse. Uh, Ephesians 5.18, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. And the Filling is a be being filled. It's a in a verb tense that suggests it's being filled and then ongoing. It's different than receiving the Holy Spirit, which I believe somebody gets at conversion. When you come to Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit. You don't need to receive more of the Holy Spirit throughout your life, but you need to be more surrendered and filled. Another word for surrender is filled with the Spirit. And so really a man that's walking with God is quick to confess his sin to God, acknowledge his sin, acknowledge the fact, and thank God that he's forgiven, and surrendering, in a sense, the lordship of those things over to Christ again. And then it's asking God to fill you with his spirit. That's the inhale. It's, it's uh, again, not 
accepting the Spirit, because you already have the Spirit if you're a follower of Jesus or if you've trusted in Christ, but it's really surrendering to the Spirit's control. And that, that idea of spiritual breathing was really foundational and continues to be a key part of the way I walk with Christ. I think that's a challenge for every man and woman uh, to, to really see that I don't need to confess my sin out of a sense of fear that God won't bless me, but more out of a, a sense of commitment to say, hey, God, my life's out of sync. I'm not where I need to be. I'm, I'm doing or I'm thinking or my heart is captured by something other than Christ, and I need to surrender that. I need to exhale, acknowledge again, confess my sin, homo legeo. Proverbs 28, 13 says it real similarly. It's kind of the Old Testament version of 1 John 1, 9. And it says, he who conceals his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes. Now, those are Hebrew words, a little different, but it's saying the same thing. It's confessing and then forsaking. In a sense, it's surrendering those things that have captured my heart, my thoughts, or my behavior that aren't pleasing to God. So anyway, just a thought on spiritual breathing and and just a challenge to practice that. Uh, sometimes I would consider the fact that I was hyperventilating because I was constantly remembering my sin. But again, it isn't a fear-based thing. It's like, God, my life is not where it needs to be at this moment or today or, or what I've done, and I need to then surrender it, confess it, or confess it, then surrender it, and then actually ask the Spirit to begin to control my life again. Um, I think that's really critical. And I, then when I'm at that place where I've really given it over, then I need to take action if I've sinned against someone else, like if I've sinned against Emily and said something hurtful or done something harsh or, you know, was um, impatient with her, which uh, clearly seems to be a struggle that I have. I mean, I'm, I'm sad to say I continue to wound my wife by my impatience. So it's not just confessing it to God and moving on, but then it would involve going to her and saying, hey, sweetie, I'm really sorry that I said what I said or that I was impatient with you. Uh, and I'm, I love you, and I don't want to behave like that. And she's always been very gracious to forgive and help me move on. So anyway, that's my thought for today, spiritual breathing. Hope you have a great day.